0: Have a Ball of Yarn at the 10th Annual L.A. County Yarn Crawl by Andrew Alonzo. Hey, that rhymed. On Tuesday, Yarnaholic owner Gina Carlson and two of her closest colleagues, including Martha May, worked tirelessly to get knickknacks, clothes, and bundles of yarn out of boxes and up onto the walls of the small-scale Foothill Boulevard Boutique. Just one and a quarter miles away, however, at Phoebe's Needle Art in the Claremont Packing House, sewing veteran and store owner, Phoebe De Lozano, refreshed her employees' memories on how to ring up customers quickly and accurately using the store's old-school point-of-sale system. Both store owners, along with 13 other women-owned businesses, we're preparing for the 10th ever Los Angeles County Yarn Crawl, a four-day event established in 2010, which celebrates yarn-centric businesses and everything yarn, knitting, and crochet related. Here's what May said about the Yarn Crawl as she stocked up Yarnaholic shelves.
1: I, I think as a knitter, and even the first time with a Yarn
0: Crawl, uh-huh. it's... It's equivalent to a child going to a candy store. So the knitters, you get to explore different shops, uh, different kinds of yarn, mm-hmm. different patterns, and you get to meet people. Yeah. And you just go, and they do have a raffle, so it's kind of neat.
1: It brings the community a little bit together. Here it is. Where do you want to plug it in? That's
0: how I met them, actually. In addition to showcasing the various mainstream and independent yarns these businesses supply, participating shops will also offer crochet classes, ceramics courses, knit-offs, surprises, and giveaways for participants to invoke their creative knitting sides. This year's Celebration of the Fiber Arts opened at 10 a.m. Thursday, March 24th, and will conclude Sunday, March 27th. At six p.m., the crawl, open for all ages, is hosted thanks to the combined efforts of the fifteen unique yarn shops, which together also form the similarly named nonprofit organization, the L.A. County Yarn Crawl. Carlson said,
1: um, "So the yarn crawl, uh, I think, is a great way one to show that the yarn that yarn stores." Are not in competition right we all bring something unique to their communities and so i think it's great because she
0: so- also added that one of the great things about this crawl is that it prompts people from all across southern california to go to the participating yarn shops and to take in the notable and slight differences of each store's offerings the 10th edition of the crawl is the first time this event has been held since its crochet wings were clipped due to the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020 and 21. The event was, and still is, a great way for the businesses to garner exposure in the community, according to De Lozano and Carlson.
1: It's about, yeah, education <laughs> and, how, and how do we tie this to the greater part of the world, right? Women in... Uruguay are dying yarn. So even by us supporting that, right, we're helping women create a sustainable livelihood for themselves in another country. Um, So I think that's the information that we can share about what we're doing um, of helping people like that. Uh, Not people like that. No, I get uh, you. Yeah, um, just but helping you know women uh find sustainable work. One of our vendors Earth Yarns, they plant a tree for every skein of yarn purchased, right? So I love that we're contributing in Africa. Um you know, that we're contributing to something yeah, yeah. like that. So I hope those are the stories that people are hearing on the Yarn Crawl aside from the fun stuff, right? Collecting the buttons, getting the bags, seeing all of the trunk shows that are out. Um and I think it's just a good time, you know,
0: a majority of Carlson's yarn vendors are women-based organizations that work to better the earth overall. Two years without the yarn crawl have been rough, not only for the two Claremont-based yarn businesses, but for all 15 to stay afloat since it garners the businesses that much attention.
2: It, unfortunately, we started out with almost 30 uh, yarn stores 10 years ago and it has dwindled down to only 15 participating this year. So, it, you know, it's because a lot of the stores closed and stuff. So we're lucky that we still have that number and it's great for us to work together, you know, mm-hmm. to, to um, expose people to what we have yeah. going in the community and to further the love of the art in the fiber arts community, yeah.
0: While both owners were able to ride out COVID-19 thanks to customer support and eventually reopen, each took a different path to survive. Carlson took the approach most businesses did during the height of the COVID-19 closures, shifting to an online model after the pandemic closed her storefront's doors. She focused strictly on web orders and Zoom classes on how to knit, while De Lozano relied on her regulars to help her weather the COVID storm. She was all. doing more online.
2: Mm-hmm. I did not do, uh, because I'm not a social, um, savvy. social savvy, I did not take advantage of that. What I did is I had my regular customers, and so what I did is they would call me and uh, say, okay, I need... 10 skeins of this yarn and I would pack it out up, put it outside the door. They slipped the check under the door and took their yarn. And that's how we managed. Yeah. 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 How long did you, how long did you manage? Two years? Two years. It was really two years (sighs) that we were
0: like that. Yeah. So. De Lozano was one of the founders and participants of 2010's original yarn crawl. The 84 year old hopes she has a few more yarn crawls in her before officially hanging up her knitting needles. For Carlson, this yarn crawl will be her eighth showing and will also serve as her grand reopening of Yarnaholic following two years of pandemic storefront closures and moving from its second location at 240 West Foothill Boulevard to its third and current location next door at 242 West Foothill Boulevard. Carlson hopes to maintain her pandemic model of Zoom classes, and online ordering, while also throwing in the storefront experience into the mix. Once the yarn crawl concludes, the self-described Yarnaholic hopes to establish regular store hours again, which will be posted at a later date on her website, yarnaholicstore.com. To keep up with Phoebe's needle art or to participate in one of her in-person knitting courses, visit phoebe.com. You may also visit her various social media pages, such as Twitter and Instagram, searching the username at Phoebes underscore Art. The crawl spans a 143-mile radius, featuring 13 greater Los Angeles communities, including downtown Los Angeles, Los Feliz, Long Beach, Bellflower, Redondo Beach, Inglewood, Santa Monica, Brentwood, Encino, Valley Village, Pasadena, Laverne, and Claremont. Yarn enthusiasts are encouraged to stop by all 15 participating yarn stores to gather stamps for their 2022 Yarn Crawl Passport. Those who visit between 9 and 15 stores will be entered in various raffles. Details about the raffles can be found online. Further information also about this year's Yarn Crawl, including locations, and contact details for participating businesses can be found at layarncrawl.org. Yarnaholic is located at 242 West Foothill Boulevard. Phoebe's Needle Art is at 532 West 1st Street, Suite 210, inside the Claremont Packing House, on the second floor. De Lozano emphasized that it's easy for new and upcoming yarn stores to join the LA County Yarn Crawl saying, Not at all. Not at all you got to do
2: is be willing to join the group. Cool. We welcome all. We welcome any new store. And if any new store wants to really grow, this is the place for them to grow.
0: For the Claremont Courier, I'm Andrew Alonzo. First Takes theme music was written by Mick Rhodes and Wyman Reese and performed by Mick Rhodes and the Hard Eight.